0: Create with France Sydney. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the show. This is France Sydney, Mrs. Create with France. We are today on episode 158, so we are very excited because soon we're gonna celebrate three years of podcasting with you guys, listening to all about mindset and how to create the life that you want. And today we're going to share my discoveries with. All the way from New York, I hear is it you, New York, Suzanne Urban.
1: Welcome to the show. Thank you, Franz. I am so honored to be here. I appreciate your invitation and really, really excited to connect with you, your audience. And hopefully we can add a lot of value. So thank you very much.
0: You are so welcome. And uh, that's the whole purpose of my show. It is to make sure that the person who maybe is not thinking about Therapy yet doesn't can't afford therapy, but they want to look for solutions. They can start with these initial steps to get to maybe align their vision on what was gonna be like if I fix it. What steps do I have to take? How does a therapist work about this? How does a coach work with this? What is hypnosis? So, giving a really good idea of what our process is. And as I know, you are a uh, hypnotist and anxiety expert like me, and, and a coach as well, so you can offer a lot of insights to my amazing audience worldwide on how easy it is to hear from anxiety. When, you, when people hear easy, they think, oh, it's impossible, you need years and years of hypnotherapy or pneumotherapy or CBT. but I saw results in, literally within one session, or I worked for a month, and I was wondering, you know, maybe you want to share your story, but start. let's start from the beginning okay let's let's start with a little bit of background how you came out to be an anxious person that then had to overcome anxiety because i love to hear stories real raw stories on how we get over this this big stumbling blocks. so here we go the microphone is yours
1: happy to share so france Yes, I am in New York, but um, I was born and raised in Austria. I came to this country when I was 21 years old and I had a pretty rough upbringing. The worst part of that, though, was that I I kind of want to say I was born with a stutter. I stuttered for as long as I could remember. And that in itself led to incredible social anxiety, massive self-esteem issues. Um, just a constant sense of panic, nervous. Uh, I mean, you can imagine what it might, I mean, actually the truth is nobody really can imagine what it's like to walk in, in somebody else's shoes, right? Because the King's speech really tried to do such a good job to display what it is like for a person when they have a stutter. But the truth is no, no judging here, it's impossible. convey that in a story it's impossible to convey that because for me what it was like especially as a kid and a teenager to top it off I just wanted to literally crawl into a ball I just wanted to disappear all I wanted to be was like the other kids I wanted to have friends I wanted to connect and that's impossible when you have a stutter because you're constantly humiliated I felt embarrassed Of course, I felt not good enough. What's wrong with me? What can I do to fix this? And as you can imagine, back in the day, um, problems like that were not really addressed. It wasn't like, oh, it really isn't, so to speak, like people look away or, well, that's just how it is, right? And so I'm not blaming anybody, but it really led to so many self-esteem and health issues because you know, that, that panic, that, that constant, why can I not be healthy? Why can I not just be like the other kids? And, uh, especially being a girl too, as a teenager, you know, and then believe it or not, some of the worst moments, and this sounds so ridiculous to normal, forgive the term, people who are healthy. My mother would send me food shopping and she would make a list. And, you know, in Austria, you go buy 20 deka of, bologna and 10 grams of salami and and that kind of stuff and I had no problem food shopping like picking up the bread and this and that but there was that time when I had to talk to the butcher and I had to talk to the deli counter person and I had to literally read off the list and it was so difficult for me because what did I do instead of reading? I stuttered and once again, completely humiliated. Or even standing up in front of a class. I still remember, I'm still triggered, not in a bad way anymore because I've overcome it, um, getting up in front of a class, right? All I had to do was read from the book. Seems like such a simple task. Well, not when you stutter. Anyhow, fast forward, came to this country and by then, I had overcome, somehow overcome this, overcame the stutter, and yet the other symptoms of anxiety were still there in a big way. And what um, what's interesting is that in Austria, in German, there is no such thing as anxiety. There's no word for anxiety. So I didn't really know, yeah, I didn't really know what, what was wrong with me, right? Until I started to dig, and by then I got married, children, um, I had a fitness business, became really popular, I had amazing clients and all that, right? It seemed, on the outside, life was great, so it seemed. But on the inside, I still struggled with, as I then later found out, anxiety, and all the things that are attached. And so many of my professional clients who experience anxiety know exactly what that is right the panic the not being able to sleep the constant worrying the rumination I, I don't need to unpack it because i think it's i mean one out of four people have chronic anxiety so i don't think we need to really go into what what is attached to to this issue right but then i discovered okay so it's called anxiety ah oh, interesting but I also was like, Mm-mm, I am not, this is not how I want to live my life. I had rage. You know, I was not the best mom because of this. I certainly wasn't the best wife. I pushed through my business every day. I, I kind of made myself keep going. Keep, you got to push through, right? So much pressure and stress and just keep going. But then I said, I I have to figure out how to solve this. And... You know this is a very long story made short but really i started to read books i started to take self-development programs i watched tony robbins and then i figured oh well everybody recommends therapy right traditional therapy okay great let's do that did that for a while a couple of years actually but then i realized i'm like wait a minute i'm not really getting better like like long term right i wanted to fix this but instead, go ahead, Francis. Which kind of therapy
0: were you using? Yes. That was not working.
1: Yes. Um, traditional talk therapy. You know, looking back, to be honest, I was not, how do I say? I don't want to say intelligent enough, but I didn't know the right questions to ask. What I did look for was, oh, let me go look for a psychologist or a psychiatrist, right? Or a specialist who can help me. So that's who I looked for. Were they doing traditional talk therapy? Were they doing CBT? Were they teaching me coping skills? Probably all of it, probably all of it. So I would say traditional psychology. Okay, thank you. Makes sense?
0: Yes, it makes sense because, you know, there are people listening and they might want to see what works best. Obviously, every person is different and some people will get improvements in one way, some people in another way. But it was useful to learn your own case, what is that didn't work for you?
1: Yeah. And anyhow, after investing so much time and money and energy, right, I had to drive into the city. So imagine driving and takes an hour to get there. Anyhow. It's like you know what? This is just not getting better. I didn't want to just feel a little better because often the talking, the venting, the you know diagnosing, the going back into the past. Yeah, maybe a little bit, right? Some of it stuck, but I was like, no, this is still. I I want to be self-confident. I want to to be able to speak up for myself. I want to be able to let go of the anger. I don't want to live in fear, and it just. Didn't really get much better then because my marriage was also not in a good place. Then we did marriage counseling for another, again, with a psychologist, didn't really do much. Anyhow, fast forward. Oh, and then, of course, the next step was, oh, why don't we put you on some medication? That's where I drew the line. I was like, you know what? I kind of don't see the justification. I I didn't see how medication could possibly help me here so I was like not for me and that's when I any anyway, but I kept digging right in the back I'm like I'm gonna do my research I want to find a way and then I finally tapped into something that actually really made a difference and I discovered NLP Neuro Linguistic Programming now fast forward that thing literally opened the door To eventually today not not just today but a couple years of because I've been practicing for seven years or so to hypnosis which is a completely different approach and I'm gonna say something very bold and audacious but I'm sticking to this because this is what I found to be the truth hypnosis is one of the most powerful and um, potent tools when it comes to helping somebody completely let go of whatever issues they have. Period. Period. And here's why. I don't know if you want me to get into it, France, because I said I'm going to let you lead, so I don't want to jump ahead. Yes.
0: Yeah, no, tell me what makes you think that hypnosis is the most powerful. Off you go.
1: Yeah. So, as you can imagine, I consider myself a researcher, a detective, somebody who really likes to dig. I love to get into the details and understand not just what works, but why does it work. That's important to me, and here's what I found. Most of, let's just put them all in this different group, right, a same group, whether it's therapy, or self-help books, or textbooks, or interventions or even somebody else's opinion um right most of those things actually address the symptom of the problem and if we were to understand right what is the symptom of anxiety rumination worrying overthinking panic attack self-doubt fear insomnia irritable bowel syndrome i mean the, the sky's the limit right Those are all the symptoms. And if we continue to address the symptoms, we're just literally constantly putting out little fires or we're giving out band-aids, so to speak. What I have found hypnosis is so brilliant at, which by the way, is also one of the most self-empowering tools. Hypnosis allows us to get to the root cause. What actually caused this problem for real? and the here's what i love most about hypnosis the only person who has this information on what caused this problem is you right me if i were the client and you if you're the client and when we get to the root cause that's when we can actually truly unpack and understand what is really causing this and most importantly how can we solve it And this is what hypnosis is by far ninja at, the the most exquisite tool for healing, self-development, self-empowerment I've ever had the privilege to work with. That is great to hear, of
0: course, I have to believe because I'm a hypnotist as well. So in in what way, when you say that hypnosis helps you and and the, the The root cause is you. Can you explain that a little bit better so we don't get misunderstood?
1: Yes. So, my personal process in how I work with hypnosis with my clients is called Advanced Breakthrough Method. All that really is, is a form of self-hypnosis. Now, what I mean by self-hypnosis is when you and I work together My job, oh, so let me go back to this, right? Keep in mind what we realize consciously are the symptoms of the problem, right? I have anxiety, I have self-doubt, I have fear, I have panic attacks. That's my conscious awareness of the anxiety. Make sense? What I am not realizing consciously is what is causing this. That's in the unconscious. It's just a fancy word for it's not in my awareness. That's all unconscious means, right? It's there, but it's just not in my awareness. With the process of advanced breakthrough hypnosis, we get to, so you and I get to connect and communicate with your unconscious mind and then ask the right questions. Elon Musk said, one of the biggest challenges is to figuring out what questions to ask. Once we figure out the questions to ask, the answers are there. So the key is to connect with the unconscious mind, begin to communicate with the unconscious mind, and then ask the right questions. And that's how we solve, whether we're talking about an anxiety, or an addiction, or an annoying habit or behavior.
0: Mm -hmm. So you were, after all these years of therapy, you discovered NLP and hypnosis, so how long did it take for you to through these techniques to get through finally and, and stop stuttering, stop the anxiety, stop the anger?
1: Mm-hmm. So this is interesting because, keep in mind, what I now understand, uh, let's go back to NLP because that really was the beginning for me into this world of hypnosis, Right believe it or not NLP as I became a practitioner master coach in it you get to work with uh, other practitioners to get right you you exchange services so to speak to practice right in quotation mark but obviously it's not it's beyond practice because you are giving yourself and each other the opportunity to, to help the person heal right overcome negative emotions whatever it may be. And, and that was very useful and powerful because again, it, it sort of cracked me, so to speak, right? But, and here's a little disclosure, a little secret, and you know this, Franz. What I've learned, that there are so many, hmm, how do I say this? So many types of hypnosis that are being practiced out there that I personally do not consider to even be hypnosis. What I consider them to be is leading and manipulating. Forgive. I know this sounds like a very judgmental statement and not that some of it won't work. For example, let me give you an example, very simple example. If somebody wanted to quit smoking There are a lot of hypnotists that will simply go into, oh, there's a script to help somebody overcome smoking. Oh, I'm gonna read them the script. And of course, a somewhat more savvy technician will add his own thing, but it's still really not addressing the root cause. That is addressing the symptom. And so much of what's out there about hypnosis I don't consider that a hypnosis. I consider that either script reading or using a technique, using an intervention. Um, and through the years, yes, I started doing that. And like I said, I had okay results, not bad. But what I do today, which is the advanced breakthrough method, which again, through digging and you know, just not being satisfied because I wanted to give somebody, I wanted to give people 100% results. I wanted to be like, If you and I are going to work together, we're going to solve this period. No questions asked. I wanted to have that that sense of certainty and I wanted to have the ability to give my clients that sense of certainty. And now I can, um, because, and I don't want to name any names on what types of techniques people are using, but NLP is one of them. And this is just based on my research.
0: Yes, and so I was talking and I was muted, amazing woman. I mute myself and when I talk to the people. I'm so great. <laughs> anyway, so there is a lot here to learn about psychology, psychotherapy, psychiatry, NLP. People find it really difficult. The important thing is you find a way to get over your stuttering and now hear you speaking properly. You know, you don't have a problem with anxiety. You, I, I assume, do not have any more the problem of anger or lack of self-confidence, etc. So what would be a good suggestion that you can give to our audience on how to tackle their own anxiety? Because I hear sometimes people, oh yeah, I'm waiting for the NHS to give me an appointment, it's going to be 15 months and we are going to give me three or four CBT sessions. I'm like, good luck to you because CBT, I mean, all my clients are people who tried it all. And C B T doesn't really it's not really good for anxiety, it's very, very good for, you know, maybe couples therapy or family therapy because it's very gentle, you're talking, like counselling. But it doesn't really address because it's so patient led. It doesn't allow a practitioner to lead you into finding out the root cause and, and really overcome it. So what would you suggest to a person that decided, right, that's it, I have enough with this anxiety, I want to live my life, I want to be able to get a job, I want to be able to travel, to go to different countries. I had clients who have never been abroad because they are terrified, terrified of going shopping, going out meeting people, let alone taking an airplane. So what is the first step that a
1: person should do to get rid of his anxiety? What a great question. question. Brilliant question, Franz. You know, I think a really good question is So many of my clients who come to me, and by the way, they have so much doubt uh, because they have, in their words, I have already done everything. They have done therapy. They have done medication. They learned the coping skills. They learned how to meditate. They learned the breathing techniques. They they did mindfulness. They uh, read the self-help books. They read, right? They signed up to all these programs only to find out that nothing worked the first step would be to really look at and the the shame on me this is the question i didn't ask myself early enough when i did therapy um what i didn't ask is what kind of results can i expect if i work with you doctor so and so what can i expect how fast and, and what is the real outcome and a really good thing to do would be to look back and say okay what about this therapy or intervention is working and what is not working? And if if you have already invested a lot of time in something that isn't working, wouldn't it be useful to, to go look at a different approach, right? And the other very important factor that you bring up so, so well, Franz, is look at how is this impacting your life. I've had clients who, as you said, it impacted their job, their ability to travel, their ability to drive, sometimes it impacted their relationships. It, it, it's the thief of joy. Period. People want to experience good health and confidence and good relationships. So, really look at how has this already affected you. What are the ramifications? What is the real cost to this issue? Right. And then simply ask yourself are you willing to settle for that? This is a hard question to ask, right? Because we all have different standards, expectations, definitions of success, yes. But ultimately, when you get to ask yourself, am I willing to settle for that? Or am I for once and for all ready to overcome this? And if you have come to the conclusion, I am done, I've tried all these things, nothing has worked. And the truth is, this can be overcome in one session. Why? Because of everything I just said. Because we don't treat the symptoms. We get to the root cause. And once we get to the root cause, there isn't all that much work to be done. And yes, anxiety is a habit. Okay? It's an unconscious habit. So it might be useful to work together a little bit afterward just to kind of get comfortable in your new life, so to speak, right? Um, but anxiety,
0: the panic attacks, one one session. I agree that uh, there is so much that can be done and each person will find a method that works with it and um, sometimes the client is not ready for change, the client has to be on the very edge and say there is a problem, the problem is me and it has to change, I have to change now, I have to change something and that is me. Because anxiety is, is a way of thinking, is a way of looking at life through the, the black glasses and say everything that can possibly go wrong will go wrong. And so we had to change the habit of thought I do sun exercises after the sessions because it's to learn to try new things and see what happens and create new outcome instead of just expecting that the magician arrives there with a magic wand and takes away anxiety. Anxiety, we work 50-50 partnership because... I'm not just fixing a broken leg, I'm, I'm changing the way you think, but you have to start acting. Like if you say I'm no longer anxious, then you have to step outside of the house, does it make sense?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you bring up such a good point, Franz. In fact, yesterday I was working with a gentleman, a 65 year old man, who realizes that his daughter is really not leading the most healthy, whatever he basically wants her to change so bad and he can see how in his words it's a train wreck waiting to happen yes and and here's what i said to him i said i can see and i can sympathize with you and i can totally understand as a parent how you want so bad for your daughter to change and to get her life back right and but i said have you ever heard the phrase an undisturbed buyer will not buy. And it doesn't sound very nice, right? But as you said, Franz, we have to get so disturbed within, right? Where we're like, I'm done. I don't want to do it. Like, right? We have to become so aroused and so angry and so, um, right? Determined because without that emotion, without that arousal. So if his daughter... Isn't if she's like, yeah, life's not bad. It's okay. It's it's all right. If she's okay with that, then she's simply not disturbed enough. And the father can stand on his head for all he wants. It's just not going to work, right? So we have to have that within. We're like, no more. Yes, thank it you. It is true,
0: and absolutely agree on that as well. We have to be willing to do the work. If I am a coach in a gym and you come over all skinny, with a little bit of a hunchback, you know, very flap, like that, and he said, right, I want to have a figure like all chiseled up and I want muscles. As a coach, okay, look at your body, say, right, you need probably three reps of this, 20 reps of this, these weights. I can tell you all the program and I can work with you, but unless you step into the gym every day, do your nutrition, lift the weights, breathe properly, you will not get the chisel body. I can just tell you all I want, I can even hypnotize you, but the muscles and the work have to be built. It's a habit, right? And once you start, it becomes easier and easier. And so that's a good thing that we have in therapy. We allow, even in coaching, we allow the client to take charge. The client sometimes can become a little bit a victim person. And uh, this happens with everything right? All diseases. We kind of have a secondary gain, as we call it in coaching, where we we have little bargains in life because we are suffering from anxiety. Oh, my daughter cannot do this because she's anxious. My daughter cannot do that. My, my son cannot do that because he suffers from anxiety. As if it was like a disease that comes from another planet. Anxiety is in the head. It's not an infectious disease. We can tackle this, but until we take charge and say, right, I can fight this and I can win this and I can manage all the symptoms and the feelings and the thoughts by changing habits. Once you change your habits, you change the behavior, then you change your worrying in the brain and then with hypnosis, coaching, etc., you get all the facilitation to go through. But we need to be willing to step forward and take those important steps every day and say, right, I'm no longer anxious, I will go to the shopping center, I will go out, I will call the person, I will ask my boss for a raise. And until we do that, no... No Marisa Pierre, no Mike Mandel, no guru can cure you because you don't want to be cured. You have to take that step to be healed because all healing is self healing, that's my view. (laughs) And we do have one minute left, so we want to ask you where can we find you to ask you any more questions about anxiety and all sorts of stuff like that.
1: Where are you on the net? Absolutely. Well, you can find me on all the social media platforms. <laughs> I'm on Facebook. I'm on TikTok. I'm on Instagram. I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on Alignable. But if you want to connect with me directly, my website is Success Mindset by Urban. Every single page has a, a, a link to book a call with me personally. That's a free call. SuccessMindsetByUrban.com and yeah that's the easiest way but like i said facebook my personal page also very easy you can just private message me to make it very simple
0: thank you so much Mm -hmm. guys we need to close because we only have two minutes left actually one minute so thank you so much Mm -hmm. for being with me paris i hope that the audience have has appreciated all your input and so much information in such a tight episode but it's good to get to see people outdoors and finally enjoying the life they've always wanted and they deserve And you guys are worth it so what are you waiting Contact us anytime you want to ask questions about this so you can finally break a little shell and fly off. So thank you for being with me. And um, please make sure that you click share, like, subscribe, whatever you like. Share with somebody that fits this episode today. And um, I'll see you
1: all next week. Take care and bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you. Thank you. It was an honor. Thank you. Bye-bye.
0: You've listened to Create with Sydney.